0: This week on the Jock and Nerd podcast, we count down our top 3 most anticipated comic book movies of 2023, plus trailer reactions for Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantumania and Renfield: Avatar's Making Bank at the Box Office, and somebody wins a t-shirt. What? All that and more in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, January 9th, 2023.
1: Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Why? I don't know. Check. Check one. All right. This is Roy Fazz out there. Let's give it
0: up. What's up, listener? Hello and welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Boom. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. And he's the nerd. And joining us, this guy never keeps his New Year's resolutions. It's Rugboy. What's up, Rucks?
1: Yes, I will continue to be a slob and fucking... Full of uh, bourbon and uh, use foul language, and uh, still, no matter what, I will never shower.
0: I'll never clean out my
1: slack hole. I know well, that's your resolution. It's going to remain linty and linty uh, fresh. Linty fresh.
0: <laughs> Happy New Year, fellas. Oh, yeah. shit. It's the Year. Year. first show of 2023. And you know what's weird? First of all, it's weird that it's 2023. Why? Secondly,. It, we are at the point in the MCU in Endgame when it jumped five years post-snap. Oh, wow. We have now caught up to that 2023 uh, in real life. So that's, I don't know. It's weird. The future is weird. Not at all how I uh, imagined it. Yeah. It doesn't feel that different,
1: you know? Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs>
0: is, this, is this what <laughs> I you, mean,
1: there's AI taking over everything, that's, but that's true. about it.
0: There's AI robots writing things and drawing things. But where's my fucking flying cars? It's 2023. We were supposed to have something cool. They're just not practical. But what about personal no. jetpacks? Then that's probably even more dangerous.
2: <laughs> we, what someone should do, and there's probably already has, someone probably already has done that, but done this. But they should take every movie that predict the future. Yes. Lay out those years that they predicted and see what, what if anything they predicted happened or yeah. not. You know, just lay out everything. Which
0: one came the closest? You know what, Demolition Man. I can tell you right now, wins that fucking contest. I, I think eighty percent of that, Taco Bell is uh, everywhere. Idiocracy yeah. and Demolition Man. Eighty uh, percent of that shit happened. <laughs> That's a good idea, though. I want to see some uh, somebody lay that out and see what, lay, out, lay out all yeah. the movies that yeah. had
2: movies in the future, things in the future, and what they predicted and what was going to happen. And we do see. have
0: robots, though. They're just
1: not a hundred percent ready, ready, ready. But they're there. What are robots? Robots? Yeah, they yeah. got robots. Yeah. Boston Dynamics is making that's robots. And all kinds yeah, of robots. Yeah,
0: that's true. They got those dancing robots and those jumping uh, terminators. Those are crazy. Elon, you Musk just wait. Flying cars. I'm looking at you, Musk. Make Within ten happen.
1: years, those things are going to be fucking marching on us, dude.
0: There are. You know what? There
1: are flying cars.
0: Are there? Yeah, they're, they're helicopters. Called, they're called planes. <laughs> yeah, they're called helicopters.
1: Yeah. What is a flying car? I exactly? don't even know. Like at what point
0: it's just does a, plane a car? Yeah,
1: the
2: Delorean. So, something I guess something that can go land and
1: air. Yeah, like something that you can drive on the highway and then like go. You know what? Fuck it, and then just take off into the air.
0: Like the Delorean or that car? Uh, what's his name had an Agents of Shield? Uh, I mean, we're gonna
1: get into this. The thing about
2: flying cars is it just takes so much. Propulsion to get that big of a vehicle off the ground. Like you look at just a helicopter. Yeah, I mean that 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 thing you have to be like you have to be pretty ways away to like not get knocked over by the blade wind knocking you know spinning.
0: But what and what kind of fuel source do you need to have like jet propulsion constantly going? That's got to take a lot of fuel. Well, the problem is is that they're too
1: heavy to begin with. Like chains are made to be light. Like like a Cessna is, is is light in comparison to. It's got a huge wingspan. It's got all these things that are working in its favor.
0: But science fiction lied to me. Whatever. (laughs) It's fine. Look, we got uh, a bunch of good geek news to get to. And we're going to talk about what's coming up next year in comic book movies. Let's get to it. This year. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. I did say Happy New Year. I just went in the past. 2023. It's weird to write that down. Did Anybody write 2022 still yet? By accident. Have you done that? I haven't had an opportunity to write the actual date yet.
2: There was like this uh, meme that was going 2022. Everyone's checkbooks or everyone's check checks that they make out are going to be 2022. And then they're just going to add the the little end. Oh, they just make it a three. Yeah, it's easy to correct this one. That's (laughs) a good point. It Ah. just makes the the last number way bigger than every other number. You're
0: like, why is the three so big? (laughs) 2023. Don't forget to write that down. If you even write things anymore. I don't even write with like a writing utensil. It doesn't happen. Anyways, very exciting. We were we, You write what you stick a pen in your teeth and write. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's because you break. That's how you break all your teeth. That's how I draw. I draw with the pen in my mouth. <laughs> Comes out looking amazing. Though, look, we just had we are recording uh, Monday night, January 9th, uh, later in the evening, which is great because. No, it's not. During it's not great. I'm exhausted, (laughs) but we'll get through this. But it's great because during college football, uh, it was said that the new Ant-Man trailer was going to debut. And, well, it did. Oh, shit. just came out. We all just watched it. You are about to hear. We didn't even talk about it with each other. Instant live reactions. I kind of want to watch the trailer again. But this trailer giving us a lot more story. Of the upcoming Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania movie coming out in February. Also, somebody pointed out on our Facebook group the word Ant Man is in the word Quantum Mania. That's pretty nifty. I like that. You catch that? Anybody catch that? No, right? Quantum Mania Ant Man. It's right there. Uh, Anthony, let's start with you. We saw a lot more Kang. We got some hints of some characters and some action. Oh, uh, what do you make of this? What's going on here? Yeah, it, it looks looks pretty
2: solid. I think it's a little difficult for me to look at a Marvel trailer the same until after watching Avatar. So I'll just get oh, that out of the way. Yeah, but I think that'll go away with time. You know, I'll just kind of forget that you, Avatar you mean existed. The
0: visuals are all seem subpar now after Avatar. Yeah,
2: you know, it's just you know, it's just, you know that it's it's green screen. <laughs> <that they're, laughs> it's not as well done. But besides the point. What I like about the trailer is Ant-Man's kind of been a throwaway character for Marvel. The movies have been fine, but you know they've been mostly jokey movies. And it seems like this one from the trailer, and I'm sure there's going to be jokes because it's a Marvel movie, similar to Wakanda Forever, it seems like it's taking itself seriously. Yeah. You know, the, the whole tone of the trailer is, is about gaining back time and uh, all the time... Uh, scott lang lost with his daughter and how kane can potentially provide him that and he's got a kind of a knife to his throat holding that over his head so you know i like that they're taking a character and a a movie series franchise that for all intents and purposes is pretty throwaway and then they're making me who doesn't you know i like ant man but i don't don't really care for the character making me go okay i I have to kind of watch this uh, because you're you're including Kang and you're making this movie more than just what it's been. So overall, I liked it. And then you you know you have some teases with uh, Modoc and yeah, all sorts of uh, weird, funky quantum visuals. So it looks it looks it doesn't look bad. It looks pretty good. Holy shit! Yeah, not- I don't know how I don't know how the hell Ant Man's gonna stand up to Kang. It look like they're fighting. There I mean, the yeah,
0: there's fisticuffs. They're like having a a, a physical f- punch off. Uh, There's no jokes in this trailer. The tone is very serious and, like, the stakes are high. We find out... I love that line where Kang's like, I'm the man that can give you what you want. Time. So we find out more about Kang uh, because Janet Van Dyne says he controls realities. He can split existence. And then you see a lot of Ant-Mans, like a whole... Like that scene in World War Z with zombies climbing up, except it's all Ant Mans, and he's climbing up the Ant Mans. That shit is wild. Rugs, what else? We saw Modoc real quick. Rugs, what'd you think? Yeah, we did see a little surprise Modoc action. I have it frozen here and it's kind of in the shadow. You see his eyes and looks his- metallic. Yes. He's got two little uh, arms and like, like two big you- mechanical arms. Yeah, well it's, it's
1: in terms of Modoc, it's different. So I mean, I mean, I was never really big on the MODOK in general, so it's I don't care what they do to the head. character.
0: Yeah, floating head. How are they going to make that That's work? It's
1: one of those things that if you love MODOK, you might be mad, but I don't really give a shit about MODOK, so uh whatever they do is welcome, but as long as it's an improvement. But uh what I will say is that missed opportunity uh big time for the song by Cher, If I Could Turn Back Time. Oh my God. Why was it not used in this trailer? <laughs> if I
0: could turn back time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um but,
0: uh, <laughs> the,
1: the fact that they restrained themselves from doing that shows that yes. they're trying to project an image of a more serious tone, a yeah. more uh higher stakes movie. James Gunn would have uh, done that, right? If he
0: directed this and it was not Oh yeah, in.
1: without a doubt. <laughs> um Taika Waititi as well. Taika would have done uh, it too. Yes. Yeah, um so I there was the uh a a uh, Call out that said a new dynasty. Yep. Oh, so wonder what that entails. and dynasty. Yeah, but I mean, they're they're talking about the Kang being the bad guy for the next few
0: movies. Is that what they're trying to say? I mean, by the end of it, Jonathan Major's is like curb stomping his helmet there. Like you get a shot from below, and he's just stomping. I was like, oh shit! Look so at. Man loses in this. Well, he does say we both lose. Like he wants, maybe I guess. Do we give away what the trailer is about, or
1: no, or or what? What do you mean? I mean, by the time the people see this, they're going to see the trailer. Oh yes, so yeah, they yeah, will.
2: Yeah, yeah. It'll be yeah. You don't don't worry about yeah.
1: spoiling. So the trailer. general topic of this trailer is is basically um, Scott Lang meets Kang, and he wants to turn back time oh, and we'll spend more time with his kid we'll because he missed out on her major formative years of her
0: childhood her growing up during the blip
1: yes do i buy that that he would endanger the entire world just for his daughter S- seems just like a very uh no way home type of a convenient uh plot well, tony, device, Star- tony Stark. tony Stark
0: kind of did the same thing in endgame he didn't want to erase everything so that he did wouldn't have his daughter right
1: I'm just saying, like everything's already set. So so. yeah,
0: he says I can turn back time for you if you get you have to get me one thing. What I don't understand is if Kang can rewrite existence and change reality, why does he need fucking Scott Lang to get him anything? Well,
2: that's that's the that's the whole crux of the movie is he's stuck there, and I think and he needs. Scott's oh, some sort of ability that Scott has with the so quantum he, realm to get him out. He
1: can't get out. Ah, okay, okay. Maybe he's like a genie in the bottle, and he needs to be rubbed the right way.
0: I'm a genie in a bottle. Are we just gonna keep? singing? Are we just gonna have? A, are we just gonna hear Imran
2: sing the songs sing that Ruggs songs, mentioned? Yeah, I'm just
0: gonna. I'm gonna try and mention any like a pop song drop? from I'll the sing. '90s. But yo, and, but uh, this, Imran will sing it. This shot at the end of Kang blasting his blue blazers, whatever. He's trying to hit him at least one more. Hit him, baby,
2: one more time.
0: Hit him, yeah. baby, one more time. Uh, it looks <laughs> awesome, though. It's dope. Oh my god! You, you, and he I'm... wants to say bye, 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 bye. I'm yeah, but this is like a Pablo well, you know,
1: response. When it here. comes to the future, you know, Scott Lang wants it that way.
0: So turn <laughs> <on a stereotypical laughs> Anyways, we got a lot of multiple Scott Langs. Uh this is what happens
2: when you record this link?
0: I know this I'm giddy as fuck. A lot of these visuals reminded me of the Doctor Strange shit with him breaking into strands and coming apart like spaghetti and shit. Yeah, it doesn't
1: seem like there's anything fresh. Like, it seems, it seems par for the Marvel course. It just seems like at least, uh, there's an opportunity here to change the universe. And I think Marvel needs to do that now, especially with kind of like this, um, uh, this phase not being as well received as it, as the other ones were. They need to step it up. So they probably have an opportunity here to like, make some major changes, usher in some kind of new characters or a new status quo. If this guy can indeed change realities, could he undo but, the whole blip then and bring all the old fuckers back? But I feel like we're spinning our wheels because every single time Wanda, we're supposed to do that. That's true. Dr. Strange. Like was. Every se- like how many times are we going to do this rigmarole? And it ends like, up being nothing. Yeah. Okay. What
2: I think is going to happen based on the trailer is based on the line where Scott saying he has to lose or they both have to lose. Yeah. And the fact that um, Cassie is saying it's my fault because in the prior trailer, she sent out basically a beacon to the, to the quantum right. realm that sucks him in. What I think is going to happen is Kang is not going to get out because he is going to be stopped by Scott Lang, who will sacrifice himself to get his daughter out of there and, Cassie will now carry the torch of being stature in the time in the Marvel canon, or in the Marvel uh, in this Marvel Cinematic Universe, and will carry the grudge of her dad dying because at the hands of King.
0: And you don't think Kang gets out of the quantum realm in this? I don't think movie. he gets out. Mm. I think he gets he he's stuck there still. Um,
2: with but kills. Uh, Ant-Man.
0: There's actually a couple more shots of MODOK. There's a scene where they're all walking to this platform, and you see MODOK floating behind them, and it's just a big floaty head. It's crazy. It looks kind of ridiculous, but I'm excited excited to see. Were you impressed by the look of MODOK? I don't even know if I... No, it's just a big head, but we got Kang and MODOK in this. This is very interesting, and uh, everybody else...
2: Uh, I mean, this is the guy... This is the next big villain, so the fact that he's in this...
0: They gotta start building him up. Yeah, I don't think
2: he looks bad. I think he looks no, fine. He looks Dang.
0: cool. I like the blue visor and it opens up. So it keeps kind of it's very comics accurate. I think his look is totally comics accurate. He's scrubbing through it and looking at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And pausing know. it. Um, There's some crazy shots in here. Uh, but yes, February 17th. This is the next MCU movie coming out just over a month. Listener, let us know what you think. I'm sure by the time you hear this, it will be a, been posted in our Facebook group, it's called Jock and Nerd Nation. Join it nerd. today. It is closed, exclusive private group just for Jock and Nerdians all over the world. And they are there from all over the world. So you can leave your comments. What do you think is going to happen in this movie? we got a little bit more story. Let's move on to another trailer from Universal. A while ago, we talked about the story uh, that Nicolas Cage was going to play Dracula in this movie. Called Renfield. And you had me right there. Geek Boomer. Nick Cage playing Dracula. That's all I need to hear. Well, they finally put out an official trailer. And it uh it's interesting. It's fun. It seems to be a comedy. And it also seems to be Renfield is Dracula's assistant. He is the lead. So our point of view character is Nicholas Holt as Dracula's assistant. And they right. there's some interesting things. In the trailer, Ruggs, let's start with you. What did you think of the tone uh of this trailer? Some good laughs, or was it cringy? Where how did it hit you? Well, Renfield obviously
1: is uh Dracula's familiar and um he goes insane in the actual novel, you know, from being his assistant. So it seems like his uh, sanity is coming to an end here, and uh uh comedy probably is a an okay way to go with it. I'm not like, as I said, I'm not really big on comedy sometimes, but you know, like, uh, Shaun of the Dead and shit like that. This, this is reminiscent of that a little bit. Yeah, Horror comedy. Even the Kingsman. Yeah. So it's not like full on comedy. It just kind of has a comedic, like most Marvel movies, but I think it's works out better when it's R rated because the jokes are a little bit more, can be a little bit more crass and you can probably, go to the edge a little bit more, which is kind of a little bit more dangerous and like doing uh, the same goat joke 75 times uh, in, in Thor: love and thunder. Is this so, movie
0: R rated? I can't tell. I didn't say,
1: I don't know, but how do you do a movie where you have blood all over the place? PG 13, like Morbius had was bloodless, right? Or- yes.
0: Uh, Chris McKay directing this one who gave us the tomorrow war and the Lego Batman movie and the Lego movie. Hmm. Uh, Anthony Ooh. how did this hit you Nick Cage's Dracula we don't get to see a lot of him until the end but he looked amazing
2: well this is par for the course I think for Nick Cage um, huh. I think Nick Cage likes doing all sorts of weird shit so Dracula's just right right there for him as far as how this hit me some of the rugs I mean I guess comedy would be a way to go with this They're, you know, they used to do uh, the whole Universal Monsters went towards the side of comedy when Abbott and Costello joined, so there isn't. Yeah, there isn't great a, movie put, by the way. Yeah, this isn't completely new territory. That being said, I, I didn't really care for really? it. Really?
1: <laughs> I don't think I would watch it. No, I oh, I'm unless, definitely gonna watch it. I don't unless, know. If it's unless be unless good. you guys
2: were just like, "This is a fantastic movie that you could, you just have to see. You'll die laughing."
1: I wouldn't go out of my way to go see I it. I need to see Nick Cage's Dragon. I mean, mean, how could shitty not? Yeah.
0: It I, I I kind of enjoyed it. Aquafina is in it, so you know it's a comedy. Like that's how you know.
1: I can't guarantee <laughs> it's going to be a good film. I just it's Nick Cage playing Dracula. It's just, you got to watch it. I
0: like <laughs> the fact that he's uh Renfield's got like a pill or something that gives him powers. The action parts look kind of fun. Uh but it I don't, it looked kind of fun, like I might check this out. It takes place in the present day, which is also interesting. So, I wanted to ask you guys this. Remember uh, the Universal tried to relaunch their monster universe, the dark universe with Tom Cruise, Mummy, and then they got way ahead of themselves and they announced all these movies and then the Mummy flops and they're like, oh, yeah, we're not doing this. Uh, And they cancel everything. Is this another way to build a shared universe? Maybe as a dark comedy, maybe using a side character as your point of view character instead of it being about the actual monster. No No, it won't work. This is going to be one and done.
2: How many? I mean, to be a, a shared universe comedy, that's that is weird. That'd be strange. That is. I don't strange. know if I've seen too many shared universe comedy.
0: It's a, it's I mean, you have like the American Pie movies. You got the American Pie. Well, is but, that shared universe. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of like offshoots of that those are just sequels. Yeah, you, the, you kind of have the Cornetto trilogy with Simon Pegg and uh, uh, what's his name? Nick Frost. And yeah, you're right. It's kind of a shared universe, but they're all different movies. It, do you think they should... I feel like... Because Universal doesn't have superheroes, obviously, they, but they have this great IP that they can relaunch and uh, reboot, and they, they just fucked it up the, that last time a It's few years such ago. a strange
1: thing, because like, I, the instinct is to try and like do something with these characters and bring them into the, the modern age, but I think that that always cheapens the character and makes it less cool. It like, doesn't work. Yeah, it's just like, Dracula, modern Dracula, even though Dracula could exist. I think he dies at the end of Dracula, right? Doesn't he? I don't, I'm not sure, but. In, I doesn't he? he does, doesn't yeah. Vent and Helsinki kill been him? It's been a long time. So, uh, I don't know. It's just weird to have. Like, they, they tried to do, like, the modern mummy, and it worked better in the Brendan Fraser movie when it was back in, you know, in the 20s or That's to, uh, a good point.
0: Yeah. If you're going to try to reboot this now, it's kind of weird. I mean, look at uh, Werewolf by Night. That Giacchino did, right? He kind of did it so you don't know what time it's in, but it still worked because it has that, throw. it could be in the 40s. It could be now, but it it would work either way. Uh, So I thought that was interesting. Uh, Did you see also Giacchino is getting another movie. He's rebooting that classic monster movie from the 50s called Them. Did you see this story? Yes, about the the giant irradiated ants on the West Coast. It's gonna be like Starship I mean, Troopers,
2: right? I mean he he did a great job with we We're All yeah. night so this seems right up his alley. I mean he if he wants to recreate another movie like that, you know them them is not a bad choice.
0: I I hope he does it in black and white too. I was like, would you, are you gonna do this in color? Just keep it black and white and kind of make it a throwback period piece. Like he'd be great. But man, from composer, then he gets like a forty minute thing, and now he's landed a movie. That's pretty crazy. Uh, but uh, Renfield in theaters this April. Maybe it'll- the the big selling point is any movie fan. Like no one,
2: there's whatever segment of the population is a Dracula fan is going to see it. I don't think that's a very big amount, but there's no. a lot of people that movie 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 folks that like Nick Cage doing weird shit. Absolutely, as Rug said, absolutely Nick Cage doing Dracula is weird shit.
1: Well, that's the thing. The Nick Cage has a career. Still, like he's still making movies, and people are still watching these Nick Cage movies, and he's made a couple of good ones. Like not all of them are shit. That's
0: true. He's had a few hits there. Like Pig was good. Yeah. Mandy. The Pig thing about Nick like, Cage
2: yeah. though is like that not all of them are shit, but he's completely whored himself out. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's got to pay the tax man for the but dinosaur like, eggs he bought. Like he would be a great
1: Dracula in a real Dracula movie.
0: Are you yeah. disappointed that this is kind of a comedy and not where, like, where you ex- when you heard Nicolas Cage playing Dracula, were you? Expecting- well, look,
1: uh, there's two ways it could go in Nick Cage. He could be adaptation Nick Cage, where right. he's like a great actor. Right. And like gets into the role and yep. really becomes someone else. Or he could be Nick Cage as Dracula. And, uh, that stereotype and all that entails. And so, some people like that too. Like, is he going to scream? Is he going to. Do all the Nick Cage stuff that, you know, like grab a girl's butt. Like, I don't know.
0: Like, what's he gonna do with Dracula? I can't wait. I mean, that is the only reason to see this movie. Like, what the fuck is Nick Cage's <laughs> Dracula? Gonna like, be, I can't wait. That's
1: it would be great if Nick Cage was Dracula and uh John Travolta was Frankenstein. <laughs> and they take <laughs> each other's face off. Oh, well, I
0: heard another. Did you see this story? Nick Cage has been talking about this face-off reboot. And it and apparently it will involve Travolta, but it's gonna be like about their respective kids so he's like now you're gonna have four people switching faces and playing everybody else and where is this from this is some story there's a but like he was he was on i think he may have been uh, promoting something here it is nick cage reveals the plot of face-off 2 exclusive from collider the actor revealed that in his initial discussions for the film included a plot that would feature caster troy and sean archer having children who grow up destined to yes face off against each other There's an added twist as well about how their fathers play into the story. He says, I think Cage says, quote, I think Face Off is a sequel that lends itself to a lot of twists and turns and unpredictability. It's almost like if you factor in the idea of offspring and Castor and Sean having children and these children grow up, then it becomes like three dimensional chess. And then it's not just the two. Travolta and myself, it's four of us ping-ponging and going at different levels, and it becomes even more complex. I think there's a lot of fertile ground there. No, Sounds there isn't. stupid.
2: <laughs> no, there isn't. You know why? Uh, okay, why? There's nothing there, because because uh, Nick Cage, Caster Troy's kid in the movie gets adopted by Sean Archer. Oh, my God. Yeah. They,
0: but they what, imagine they raise each other's child, and then there's... What are you
2: talking about? He's dead. No, that's a good point. He's dead. Sean Archer has his daughter... And then it has Castor Troy's son at the end so why would they face off with each other
1: this could be like interesting because they could they could they could uh they could take the, the let's say the son and the daughter like are like something happens with the son and he uh him and the daughter are facing off but then they have to be <laughs> they have to become each other and he has to put fake boobs <laughs> okay. on and everything <laughs> You know, yeah. get a fake vagina. You know, at that point
2: you're just making this a weird comedy.
1: <laughs> I feel like it's. That's what they're doing.
0: They might. I mean, Nick Cage. I, did, I will put money possible. on it.
1: I will put money on it. Is John Woo still
0: alive? I think John yes. Wu's still around. Has he been making movies? What's John Wu been doing? It's a good question. I want to take. Jo- he's not
1: making another Face Off. I'll tell you that.
0: Face Off is going to be the new line. I'm going to take her tits off. Oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, t- <laughs> of tits off. I'm going to take her boobs
2: off. And he's going to take my penis oh, off. Take his
0: penis <laughs> off. Dick <laughs> off. <laughs> take my dick <laughs> off. <laughs> so, wow, John Woo's last movie is in 2017, and he's post-production on something called Silent Night. He went Ooh. back
2: to doing Hong Kong stuff.
0: Uh, no, this has got Joel Kinnaman, Kid Cudi. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, no, he's done movies with the yeah, titles. all the big stars are in it wow john, Kim and Kid Cudi. <laughs> oh my god the, these movies woo has been doing Watch in the 2000s Kid Cudi's in this movie. i've never heard of red cliff red cliff 2 reign of red Assassin's. Cliff is good red oh, cliff is these good. are asian movies i just oh, said they this. are okay the crossing yeah. the crossing 2 manhunt this is what woo Wu... is he still doing is here's a question for the
2: for uh well rugs is the only one that watches this is he still doing john woo stuff in the 2000s oh, that's a good question these types of movies
1: Well, Redcliffe was a period piece. It had some John Woo. uh, I don't think there was doves in it and shit like that. Tony Leung. But uh, it was actually a good movie. It was very long. It was like, I think it was, they broke it up into two movies or something. Yeah, they did. Tony Leung's in it. That's interesting. But I didn't see Manhunt, which I'm curious to see it now. I didn't even know he made a new action movie with a very generic poster. Um, But... uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's like the most generic poster I've ever seen. That's something.
2: That's something someone made in two thousand one.
1: Yeah, the crossing. There's two of them. What's this about? In the midst of revolution, so he's making period pieces. Talking about
0: people fleeing to Taiwan. Oh, interesting. He's probably making like uh, serious movies, real movies. Yeah. The last one was twenty seventeen, so he hasn't uh, done anything. No, that one's the crossings in the forties. Interesting. Wow, he really. I
1: think. So his last like movie was Paycheck with the yeah. with bat with bat
0: Oh, that's right. Oh, who did this? Have I seen this? I can't remember. I might have uh, seen this. I don't remember. I'm gonna watch again. Based. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was the last. Uh, and that was uh, yeah. That was the so 20. that was his
1: last white boy movie. Yes. Then <laughs> he went back. He's like, I'm out of here. Yeah. But Blackjack, it's a TV movie starring Dolph Lundgren. What? A, I got to watch this. <laughs> yeah, it's Blackjack. It's a the TV movie. What was it
0: on? The fuck? The fuck is this movie? Uh, all right. Anyways, John Woo still around. Look him up. Last. Could that be a good movie? It could be. Could. You're going to have to watch it. And let us know. <laughs> Last thing in the news. I just want to end with a little avatar, the way of the water uh, check in box office check in. Why? Well, The movie made it to a billion dollars in 14 days. Oh, shit. It is now the highest grossing movie of 2022, passing Top Gun Maverick, currently sitting at over 500 million domestic, 517 worldwide. It is at 1.7 million. Billion dollars. Holy shit. Making, it beat my uh prediction. M- wow. It took down uh, Jurassic World and it is now the seventh highest grossing film ever. Oh shit. In four weeks. Wow. Uh and Cameron has said that the movie is profitable and production, the next three sequels are coming out. He's like, I can't wiggle out of this now. I'm gonna have to make them. He is hitting his know- break even. That's crazy
1: you know what i think this is all due to like why it didn't mean do gangbusters the first week because people are waiting to see it on the big imax screens and the fucking dolby screens. so they're not like and there's not enough of those like to you want to watch it in 3d with all the fucking bells and whistles a lot of people are waiting for that and so maybe it's staggering like uh that's why it's got sexy legs and it's like lasting. So I, I
0: went and saw it again with my sister over New Year's. Wow! In three D IMAX again.
2: It was good. It went by quicker. So it's what is going to hit two billion? It says, huh?
0: That was that was my question. Is do you think it's going to hit two billion? I think so. It's at what one point? Let's see, one point seven now. It's at $1.7. Seventh highest grossing. The next target is Spider Man No Way Home that has made one point nine billion. I think it could jump to six. Uh, and yeah, I mean the weekends.
2: This past weekend it did forty five million. The week before that it did sixty seven. So I mean the drop offs haven't been that bad. Week
0: three apparently there was a zero percent drop from week two. Oh no, yeah, that, you're right. Which is well, that's crazy. because uh, well they had Christmas, the Christmas weekend, and then
2: the New Year's weekend.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, and there's perfect timing. I mean, I think yeah. I think I knew a lot of people were going to go see this, um, and I've talked to more and more people who are like, oh, I saw Avatar. So holy shit! I think it can hit two billion. I think that's three possible. billion. I mean, it's only no. been a month. Like this movie could be out for another five months, right? Like, realistically, right? At least four months. Yeah,
2: it could. But I mean, there's the, what's what's to its advantage is there's really nothing out right now. Right, right. And it, and it's it's a. I mean, we talked about it on the show. It's a damn good movie in terms of like in terms of filmmaking. It's it's really good. So you know,
1: I think i likes. I think on the domestic side, you got maybe 70 to 100 million left in the tank that could still make. Yeah. So that'll take it to 1.8 worldwide. Yep. I don't know. You got to double that maybe. So maybe, maybe another 200. So it'll hit just 2 billion. It'll just cross. The
0: international billion. legs on this thing is insane. It's made 1.1 1. 1 bi- billion international alone. almost 1.2 almost 1.2 so and because it did have a china release uh that probably helped but man i think it can hit two. i don't know how much farther it's gonna go after spider-man no way home you have avengers infinity war sitting at 2.04 billion if this unseats all the marvel movies holy
1: shit everyone's gonna fucking flip the fuck
0: uh top five lifetime movies in order five to one avengers infinity war Star Wars Force Awakens number 3 Titanic number 2 Endgame number 1 Avatar two Cameron movies three two Marvel movies a Star Wars movie you're doing worldwide when you say yes. that yes lifetime okay. worldwide which is insane um there hmm. was a uh, there's a show on HBO Max called Who's Talking to Chris Wallace and he was uh he interviewed Cameron I watched that it's pretty good good interview in that interview he does reveal a couple of things oh and they're also in uh, this other article about Avatar 3, saying he is going to take us to a third clan on Pandora. The fire people. The fire people. So he's shown us good Na'vi. He says he wants to show us bad Na'vi. The fire will be represented by the ash people, is what he's calling them. So are, are these fucking Na'vi that live in volcanoes? That's kind of what I'm They're going to be white. They're just what? <laughs> <laughs> Caucasian or like eggshell? What do you mean white? No, they're gonna be full of ash. They're gonna be ashy. Oh, they're all ashy. <laughs> you need a little lotion. Uh I I them and ashy, ashy
2: Larry should be their head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I could see him doing them man some lotion. A whole civilization <laughs> that lives in lava. If he could do fucking through CG water, I don't know how you motion capture that, but what do you think that means? What do you think we're gonna see? Is this exciting for the Avatar three? Well, we have water bending
1: and um, like uh command of the animals with this other uh, Kira was her name. Kiri, Kiri. Yeah. And uh, now we might have like a
0: fire bender or something. And they're not going to be friendlies. They're going to be like, no. Maybe they team up with the uh, sky people, the other Navi, right? And now,
1: well, they need to get uh, Adele in there because she could set fire to the rain. Oh,
0: set fire What's <laughs> <the rain>. <laughs> it move. Oh, he didn't. That was the. Did I miss a song in there? It was in nineties, in I was in the '90s. You or '80s? You, you triggered it. You still know the song, though. That's good. I knew that. I knew that one. You're gonna stump me one of these times. Uh, listen, you're triggering me. It's a Pavlovian thing now. Anytime somebody says a song title, I'm just gonna have to.
2: Are the fire people? He said they're gonna be bad. Yes, he wants to show the not
1: good navi. they're not all good. What are they bad about? Why? What's bad about them?
0: I don't know. They don't want to play along. They don't cooperate. Are they?
1: Are they? Are they colonizers? maybe
2: mm. maybe mm. he also talked about going maybe maybe the only way to beat them is with candy coated raindrops
0: is that a song see i, I, yeah. I think i'm going to mess this one up how does that go
2: uh, i love do oh i don't you know that one air. you don't know that song no who's thinks that's that? an old r&b song oh really me, shit thinks yeah. that candy coated raindrops let me let me look
0: that up he's also <laughs> talked about going <laughs> to earth soul for real candy rain oh wait what year is that?
1: Is that like chocolate rain chocolate oh. rain I guess maybe that's
0: not that
2: old. Oh, 13 years ago. I
1: that's move insane. away from the mic to breathe.
2: <laughs> Soul for real. Let's see how old they were. Oh, 94. Come on, you
1: should have known What that. year? Oh, boy. 1994.
0: Oh, I should have known that. I was in the R&B that year, A-Ren, too.
1: Yeah, Eret was busy dancing in an insane asylum. Yeah, I was dancing <laughs> in that, with, be, there's no clothes that on. music video. There's also, yeah. Yeah, was, I could have gone Purple Rain. You would
0: have
2: got that. Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's also Avatar. What Are we talking about Avatar, Cameron? I don't know what are we talking. Cameron about? said he wants to go to Earth in like four or five to show Natiri that there's like good Sky people and bad Sky people, not all the same. For her reaction, anyways, here. Yeah, they're gonna come to Earth. We are gonna get Avatar movies till twenty twenty eight. He's making that would remind
2: three me more. of when they were doing the Planet of the Apes, and then they found some cockamamie way to get the to get to Cornelius and his wife over to Earth. Right? Remember that Plan Planet of the Apes three? They're from the seventies, not this one. Yeah, that, that's it. Would make no sense for the for those guys to come to Earth.
0: I mean, I thought Earth is like destroyed at this point, and they can't even yeah, live there. And that's what they said. Leave, so, they're
1: like, they're like, well, I guess they can take our
0: it. planet. We'll take yours
1: back. Yeah, we're gonna we're they're gonna it.
0: switch planets. We're, we're gonna bring a tree. Listen, he's got to fill fucking seventeen more hours of movie. So, they, you got to do something. Um, get get ready for more avatars. But yeah, the box office on this is is amazing. Never bet against Cameron, man. Never bet against Cameron. All right. Look, let's take a quick break here. We're going to play some promos. We're going to come back and talk about the new things that are coming out this year right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Have you ever been reading through a stack
2: of comics and thought, maybe I should see what the Sarcom Asylum game is all about? Or been playing
0: Marvel vs. Capcom and felt like you were at a real disadvantage since you didn't know who half the characters were? Well, Play Comics is the show for you. I'm Chris, and each episode we take a look at video games
2: based on comic properties and how well they stick to that source material. So whether you know the comics and want to know how all these games work, or you know the games and want to find out where all this craziness came from, go check out Play Comics at PlayComics.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. What's up, guys? Gerald from Two ps on a Podcast here. Are you just sitting there thinking to yourself, man, I really love some dude in his garage sitting around talking about arbitrary countdowns and his favorite things in the world of movies, music, and TV? Well, guess what? That's me. Please look me up. My name is Gerald, and I am from Two ps on a Podcast. If you want to subscribe to my countdown show, I have a different co-host every week. It's often someone from the world of podcasting or entertainment and we go through our top 5 favorite things in whatever that week's category is. You can find links to all of our content, subscribe via your favorite podcast app, and follow us on social media. The easiest thing to do is just head to our website, which is www2 I hope you look me up and join the party. It's a lot of fun. See you soon.
1: Doc and nerd.
0: Listener, if you enjoy the show, join our fan club. You can give back to the show. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Jock and Nerd! There's a link in the show description, and you can sign up and get stuff like access to an exclusive podcast feed where the shows come out early. There's bonus content, bonus material, hours more shit to listen to. Uh, you can come hang out with us every month on Discord. You get access to our Discord server uh, which we do the last Thursday of every month, sort of. This January's will be January 26th, Thursday, January 26th, 8 p.m., tentatively scheduled. Put it in your calendar. And there's a You Pick a Tier where you can pick any movie and force us to watch it and review it on the show. Lots of fun stuff, and we appreciate any and all support. All goes back into creating this podcast. Visit slash Patreon. Okay, this week, I figured it's a new year, and I'm tired of talking about all the shit that came out last year already. Enough. I've had it. I want to look ahead. I want to geek out about the future. So we are going to do our top three most anticipated comic book movies for 2023.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh,
0: we will go around, and we'll count down from three to one, each of us. But for context, let's discuss briefly... What movies are coming out? Guys, we are getting nine comic book movies. Nine. Nine? How many? Nine. Nine, 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 nine. If you're German, you get that joke. Nine. Uh, noise From uh, between Marvel, Disney, uh, DC, Warner Brothers, Discovery, and Sorny, you're getting nine movies. Here are the nine movies. Of course, we just watched a new trailer coming out this February, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, In March, we will get Shazam! Fury of the Gods sequel. In May, we are getting Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. In June, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1, the animated feature. Also, later in June, The Flash movie. Yes, it's still coming out. July gives us The Marvels from Marvel. August, Blue Beetle. I forgot this movie was even happening. But it's got the kid from Cobra Kai, October, Craven the Hunter from Sony, and finally the year ends with the Christmas release, December of Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, the Aquaman sequel. So looking at this group of movies overall, how uh, Geek Sloppy Jock, is this uh, upcoming year? Uh, I feel like there's a lot of movies coming out in 2023 of all kinds, and we didn't. It's been a while since we've had this many come out in a calendar year. I want rugs to go first. What do you mean? Um, like which? Uh, no. What, what, I what are
2: your overall thoughts on this slate of movies?
1: It's a hot mess. Um, <laughs> like there's one legitimately, or maybe two legitimately uh, exciting films on this, and the rest are kind of like uh, I'm not really that jazzed about them. To be honest with you, a lot of sequels
0: this year. Yeah, coming out. Lot of sequels, yeah. Uh, What I find is interesting, also, is you know what's been happening over at DC Warner Brothers with Zaslav and James Gunn and Peter Safran, and like this is kind of the end of the old era. We haven't heard any news from them, but I'm told now, sometime in January or soon, February, by your sources. By my sources, they're going to make some kind of announcement, releasing their multi-year plan. Who knows how far it goes out? But this is the closing out of, you know, the Walter Hamada passed down from the Snyder from the uh, other person. Um, So that's kind of interesting. And then, uh, yeah, got four, four, four Marvel, three Marvel movies. Uh, Yeah. Anthony, what do you think about these Slater movies? It's tough to be
2: excited. I have to admit, even though I'm a Marvel shill. It's tough to be excited about Marvel stuff coming off of Phase Four. I freely admit that. Although I liked Wakanda Forever, um, and I liked Guard the Holly Special, I think they ended okay. But it's tough to be excited about Phase Four. DC, it's even tougher to be excited about because it almost feels like none of these movies even matter. Uh, it feels like they're all getting thrown away. Right. And then you know you have a Sony. You have a Craven the Hunter. Whoopie do. Uh the only real thing is you know Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse seems like the one that would stand out amongst this crap but uh maybe maybe I'll be surprised we'll see.
0: Yeah there's there's due to be some surprises in here. One interesting note about the Flash there's a great article in Variety uh about uh The Rock and Black Adam and some more details about what he was actually trying to do and there was kind of a power move he went around people to pitch a, a, a Black Adam and Henry Cavill Superman connected movie series. He was given a producer credit on DC Super Pets and then refused to like promote the movie. He was trying to push his tequila brand at a premiere for the animated movie. Uh, so it's weird because this article has the first bit of like negative press I've ever seen about The Rock Anywhere but they also mention in this article that they uh Warner Brothers is kind of maybe okay with Ezra Miller sticking around they have been they have not done anything they've been quiet and apparently the help they've been getting has been working and it could be a situation cuz i'm like you got to cut Ezra Miller immediately after this movie comes out but now I'm hearing sources say that they're, 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 get, they're getting along with Esmeralda. They might not want to get rid of him because he is doing better. And it's a redemption story. Everyone likes a good comeback. It might be the big comeback that, uh, he's that need hoping for and that they need. So uh, I was referring to them as they. They and them need it. Both. Both. Plural. I'm not sure who we're talking about anymore. I don't know either. Let's let's get into the movie. Let's get into it. Let's start with you, Anthony. Number three on number three. Uh, your most anticipated comic book movie of I've put in a lot of work thinking
2: about this one. Have for you? Sure. Good. Uh, no, I'm coming up with this on the <laughs> spot. Uh, based off of this list, my number three most anticipated movie would have to be... I'm going to go with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, this and one. And the reason yeah.
2: for that is I've liked both Guardians movies. I've liked them both very, very much and I liked the holiday special. The holiday special was great. So, and I like and this is James Gunn's last Marvel movie for now and I like James Gunn. So you got three things I like, which means I'm going to like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and it's going to be number 3. That's 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 my explanation right there. Lots of threes. three is the magic number.
0: No, you got Adam Warlock coming back, right? And uh yeah. You got
2: Adam Warlock Warlock debuting. debuting and you've got uh potentially uh, you've got Dave Batista saying this is his last tracks performance. You're, you got uh this is the last iteration of this uh Guardians team, so, you know, this is kind of the send-off to this this little crew. It'll be uh weird and and funny and odd at times and i i like that
0: style so here we go there was an article about batista talking about how he's kind of relieved uh he doesn't have yeah. to play drax anymore because he's like i want to be a serious actor and he's ty- but his his chemistry with palm clementiff mantis in that holiday special was fucking fantastic and you know what the guy i've seen him now that i see him in other things he has surprised me like he might actually be a decent actor uh given some more serious roles
2: Ruggs. Yeah, he said something along the lines of he wants to just be tied at the hip to Dennis, Denis Villeneuve. Yeah, he wants to do all the
0: Dune movies.
2: Yeah, because he said he's uh, like unlocked something in him as far, as far as a dramatic actor.
0: Like He does say in another article, like, I wanted to be The Rock, but then I think he his, he changed, and now he wants to be... I mean, he hated putting on the makeup and shit, so... Yeah, the yep. team's done. I don't know how many people are going to die. I'm looking forward to that. Rugs, any comments on Guardians 3?
2: Um, well, Len, Len will just get into
0: his three.
1: Rux, well,
2: what's your number three?
1: <laughs> or ant- My number. <laughs> I mean, I'm curious to see how it ends, you know, how they close it out. I know a lot of people are getting out, and uh, that's the last we're going to see of some of them. So I'd like to see a little swan song. My third most anticipated movie, I believe, is going to be Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Oh,
0: shit. Three, at three, huh?
1: Yeah, uh, it's associated with Dan Slott, so it drops down many pegs. (laughs) (laughs) Son of a bitch. And um, I remember um, somewhere online, Dan Slott was like, you know, uh, the Spider-Verse follows uh, my story very closely or something. And I'm like, all right, well, that's why it's going to suck. And so I'm like, you shouldn't be saying anything, Dan Slott. Hide. Hide. Don't tell me when you're associated with this film. Um, so, uh, but I'm I'm interested to see this movie. I like Spider-Man 2099. I I uh, have gone back and watched the other Spider Verse movies and enjoyed them. So they bring something, and they still reference to the original characters. And so they did something right with that first one. Um, and uh, the animation is good at times, and sometimes. I don't like it but overall I think that Spider-Man uh these Spider-Verse movies are are high quality and done very well. So, yeah. I, it's,
0: it's on my list. Nice. I'm glad it made your top 3. Uh my number 3 is actually it's going to be The Flash. Oh, I I, oh. I I can't believe this movie is actually getting made. It's coming out. You know, Michael Keaton is in this fucking thing. Is Uh, he really in it, though? uh, I mean, uh, maybe he's in that image that they showed us. I'm trying to see if he's on the IMDb. Uh, You know, and then the rumors of all the the cameos that were cut. Like, is this movie? But also, there have been rumors that the movie is actually really good. Mm -hmm. And some comparing it to, like, The Dark Knight, which is almost blasphemous. Can it be that good? Uh, I'm super curious and intrigued and like, how's it going to end? Uh, the drama surrounding this movie has just made me kind of excited for it. So, yeah, I'm going to go with The Flash at number three. There you go. All right. Anthony, number two for you. Number
2: two.
0: I'm going to go with
2: Spider-Man oh. Across the spider Verse. Oh, shit. Nice. And the reason I will have this at number two is well, number one is considered one of the best all-time comic book movies, and this is the follow-up to that. And I really enjoyed the trailer to Spider-Man Across the Universe that we got. I think they had some magic there with the first one. Hopefully, they can continue that with this one. And the only reason I don't have it number one is I I don't have as much love for Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse as a lot of people do. I. I I liked the movie a lot. I didn't necessarily um, attach to it. It didn't imprint on me, but I recognize it's a good film and this is the sequel. So that's why I have it at number two.
0: Okay. That's interesting. Oh man. All right. My number two, man, I really got to think. About well, rugs is next. Oh, rugs is next. That's right. Good. <laughs> I need time to, now I got to figure out, go
1: ahead, rugs. My number my two. number two is Ant-Man and the walk. Okay. Quantum me.
0: Okay. Did this trailer do anything for you to further that?
1: It was it, it was juggling for a while for the first spot, but like um, I feel like as I said, what I'm seeing is nothing new to me. Like to me, you could you know it's Doctor Strange. You could put any of these movies that we just saw up, and it, it would feel similar. So, um, which is fine, but like you know, I, just, I would like to be impressed every once in a while, but and. It's, and so I kind of know what to expect. We've been faked out by Marvel before, uh, allowing us to like make all these different conjecture ideas and what what could happen and speculate all these different things they can do and then they end up doing something that's very like milk toast. So um not excited. I'm not going to be fooled again. I'm hoping that I go and I'm surprised, but my expectations are are good, uh, good enough to beat all the drivel that's coming out. of
0: These other nine things, but um, yeah. Okay, uh, my number two. Fuck. All right, this is gonna be surprising, but number my number two is gonna be Spider Man across the Spider Verse. Uh, it was battling for the top spot, but give me all the Spider Man. Uh, and uh, you know the only thing I guess that why it makes it number two is that it is like an, it's uh, it's Sony. And it's the one good Spider-Man thing they made, but it's its own universe, so you can have fun there. But you know, we'll see if they can expand it. But I'm really excited for this. I want to see all the Spider-Man. Miles Morales is great. Uh, that takes us to number one, Anthony. Yeah, number one without a doubt. A Kraven
2: the Hunter. No, I'm sorry. It's not. The, no, it's no. not
0: Iman Vellani as Miss as, uh, Marvel. The Marvels.
2: No, I mean, well, it's going to be Craven the Hunter.
0: Oh, it's well, Aaron Taylor Johnson, of course.
2: Yeah, no, no, not Craven the
0: Hunter. Uh, the Marvels, I am, I am
2: anticipating. It's not my number one, but I, I'm not. I think that movie has a shot. I, I would give that a an honorable mention. Okay, but my number one, maybe it's recency bias, but it's Ant Man and the Wasp. Okay, Quantumania. for some of the reasons we stated, I stated earlier, in terms of this being serious and. I think the big thing for me the big selling point is I like Jonathan Majors. I liked him as he who remains and Kang is the next big bad villain in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I want to see what he's got. I want to see what what how they're going to portray this guy. I want to see how intimidating he is if he can stand up to being the next big bad, you know, the next Avengers movie is featuring him. So it's uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantumania because I feel like this movie potentially can start Pointing the ship in a direction to know, okay, let's let's see, let we know at least where we're going. You know, we're not we're not like uh, Magellan rolling to the end of the universe. We we found something, and we're heading there. And I think that movie, this movie, might help us get there. Magellan found shit, didn't he? He did, but he didn't know he was where he was. hell oh, he was you know, going. He thought he was somewhere else. He thought he was going. He thought he was going to sail off the the
1: flat earth. Oh, he and, thought he was going well, to fall. off trying to nobody the earth knew flat. what to expect. They were in uncharted territory. Somebody like, of course, that, they're going to be yeah.
2: lost. He got killed in the Philippines, I believe. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't make it. He, he actually, he, he personally did not sail around the world.
0: His crew did. They made a movie about that. Somebody should do that. Magellan movie. Get it done. Uh, Rugs. What is your number one most anticipated comic book movie for 2023?
1: So. I, I was talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp and how I feel like we've been duped by Marvel a a bunch of times into thinking we're going to get something major. And, uh, there's only one movie I think that's going to really give us something. Uh, we have no idea what the fuck we're going to get. It's The Flash.
0: Oh shit. Mm -hmm. And number one. Oh shit. That fucking
1: Flash movie is why is it coming out? I need to know what's so good about it that they're putting it out. Why is this not buried? And why did, you know, Batgirl get buried, but not this movie with all of the stank that's on it with all of the shit that it just sounds like a clusterfuck. There is no way this movie is good and I need to see it.
0: (laughs) So you, you think it's going to be a train wreck and you want to be front seat for the train wreck?
1: Yeah. Well, like I'm just trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Like I need to know, like this is, if this movie has got to come out, I need to know why.
0: I mean, I'm with you. That's why I put it at number three, the year DC movies has had last year. All from I think about all that shit. I forgot about from the Batgirl just being shelved to all the crazy shit throughout the year. It's been what a fucked up year they've had. And I need to see like Shazam. Yeah, it's going to be a fun family romp, whatever. It'll be a fun time. But the holy shit, the flash. Yeah.
1: I feel like this is the least boring and the most dangerous movie. And I'm into that.
0: So um, I like that. It's a good pick for number one. My number one. And it's really because of tonight's trailer. It's going to be Ant-Man and the Wasp. I mean, it's got Bill fucking Murray in it. How can you go wrong? Bill Murray's back, people. Uh, no, it looked this trailer looked awesome. Kang looks kind of formidable. You got a floating head. You got everything. You got everything. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised it wasn't the Marvels, no, right? I mean, I'm looking forward to Iman. I'm looking forward mostly to Iman Vellani, you know, interacting with everyone else and Brie Larson. But uh, the fact that they had to like pivot that movie from Captain Marvel three and have different creatives. Uh, At blue beetle no love for blue beetle nobody cares i don't know if anybody cares it's not gonna be canon so it doesn't even matter
2: yeah that's that's a tough thing about the dc stuff i i do i do agree with you guys i was thinking about putting the flash in there just because of the train wreck and the fact that it potentially could be good right i also was thinking about shazam fear of the gods but as mentioned when i started this is just tough to really care when all this stuff might just be in the trash bin, trash bin by the end of the year yeah. with DC. Yeah,
1: as far as enthusiasm goes, it's like hard. I mean, the Guardians of the Galaxy is at least like the bookend to the you know to the series. Yep, yep. It, it's a swan song. You know? It's it should be interesting, but none of them really have anything going for them. I mean, Aquaman, no one cares about. Does anybody really care about Aquaman? No. The
0: ladies want to see Momoa uh, all wet and shirtless.
1: Sure, uh, Blue Beetle. That's going to be irrelevant. Craven the Hunter is irrelevant. Craven, what is that going to be? Jesus, Sh- Sh- Shazam is kind of irrelevant now in the new uh, James Gunn. Right, world. they're
0: wiping the slate clean. So, like, the-
1: so you only got like two movies that are actually Spider-Man is across the Spider Verse is doing its own thing. It doesn't really affect anything major. It's on its own. So there's two movies that actually have a legacy. And then The Flash maybe has a legacy. I don't even know. I, I still don't know like what this deal is with this movie. If it has a legacy, if it's going to jumpstart the new universe, I don't know. I'm going to predict The Flash will be
0: surprisingly good. I don't know why. I think it might be good. I think that's my prediction. We're going to be surprised. Like there's got
1: to be a or... reason they're putting it out. And, yeah.
0: they... and sticking with Ezra know. Miller now, what they're saying, and that they've never. Yeah, the fact that it's still on the schedule and then they're just going to wipe the slate clean. Maybe it does that in the movie. All right, good stuff. I think that's a solid list. We will find out what our listeners think uh, a little bit later. Now, I mentioned there's a lot of fucking movies coming out in 2023. So I want us all to do a bonus round. You're going to pick one movie from these other genre, action, uh, various miscellaneous list of movies that I have that are coming out in 2023. Wild year. Here we go. We got Creed 3, John Wick Chapter 4, Fast 10, Fast X, uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. We got the Barbie movie, Oppenheimer, Dune Part 2. There's a Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel. There's that movie, 65, with Adam Driver fighting dinosaurs. There's Wonka, which is the uh, pre-Willy Wonka played by Timothy Chalamet. There's the Super Mario Brothers animated movie, Chris Pratt voicing Transformers Rise of the Beasts, Cocaine Bear, Dungeons and Dragons, and Renfield, the other trailer we discussed. Just a sample of some of the crazy movies well, you, coming out.
2: You you skipped a couple that I, I think might just what be else, relevant. What else is there?
0: We got Magic Mike's last Dance. Oh, is that relevant? Is it okay? <laughs> no, but you got Scream Six, that's coming Scream out in horror fans. Yeah, for horror fans, yeah. If you, uh, evil dead rise, that's the other one. The evil dead, uh, new reboot series, whatever. Yeah. Little mermaid live action. Disney's putting out a live action. Little mermaid.
2: Uh, I'm trying to scroll through here. What else we got?
0: I see. I didn't think any of those were super Well, no, but that, I, I mean, but yes. Color purple. Oh, they're redoing that. I get to do that again. There's and
2: expendables force. Oh,
0: expendables. Yes. Wow. But so, while I'm here with just that list of movies and the nine comic book movies, holy shit. Uh, a lot of movies. A lot of movies. Let's talk about what you're looking forward to. If you're going to pick number one, Anthony, give me uh, your thoughts overall and then give me your number one. Who Who's doing the Wonka?
2: Who's who's playing Wonka? Uh, Timothy
0: forgot. Chalamet. Oh, that's right. And it's like right. a prequel about like Willy Wonka when he's younger. Uh, but I yeah, still yeah, think yeah. it's based on the books. Let me see. Directed by Paul King focus on young willy wonka how he met the oompa loompas at one of his earliest adventures i mean chalamet right he's a heavy hitter actor right he's a a young supple timothy Supple. i I did not like johnny depp i love uh the original gene wilder you cannot top gene wilder as willy wonka but a young willy wonka i can see chalamet pulling this off
2: these snozzberries taste like (laughs) snozzberries uh what do I th- what movie would I pick? First off, this crop is it's an interesting crop. Right. There's a lot of stuff going on here. There's, you know, mix of big budget with some sort of uh, historical stuff and you got the, the Crusades still happening.
0: You know what? There's a Scorsese movie coming out too with Leonardo DiCaprio. I didn't put that oh, in. Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: Um yeah, if if it was um if it was a Roman Polanski Anthony I'd probably pick the Scorsese movie or maybe that Barbie movie because it seems just so fucking weird.
0: Oh my God. What is that movie going to be? Like, I'm so curious.
2: I I saw, I saw like a, a headline on YouTube just to digress on that Barbie movie where they were, someone was going. Who are they trying to even to appeal to with this? Yeah, who's
0: the audience for this? That little <laughs> girls? Like, I don't <laughs> yeah, get it. So this real she,
2: fucking strange.
0: Margot Robbie looks amazing. If you've seen there's a little teaser they ape uh, the beginning of two thousand one a space odyssey where they're like, in the beginning, all dolls were babies. And there's these baby there's these kids with baby dolls. And then they're like, and then but and then they show Barbie uh, It's like Greta, Greta Gerwig and Noah. Greta Gerwig Bobach. Yeah. Feeling Barbie with Margot Robbie, like what the fuck is this movie? So
1: it's, that's it's weird. It's gonna be a fucking. It's not gonna be what you think it is. I, well, no. I
0: hope it's a trippy, mind fuck, crazy movie.
1: No, I don't think it'll be a mind fuck. Greta Gerwig is pretty like Woody Allen ish. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Kind of like everything is like stems for, for her her own experiences.
2: I've seen her so, two live action movies: Little Women and uh, well, Lady Bird. What, what yeah. do you think of those? You like this? They're good movies, but I mean they're her doing barbies is, is is a little bit odd it's not, i don't think it'll be a mind fuck but it'll it'll i don't know i don't know what the fuck she's doing it's to be gonna honest.
1: be like what did it what is barbie to what was barbie to her growing ryan up gosling is now?
0: ken simu lou is in this kate mckinnon yeah. helen Maron, Will Will Ferrell Ferrell, michael Sarah, Rhea perlman so I, I would say that movie is probably just
2: i don't know if i'm like anticipating it but i think it's it's just the weirdest movie on the list absolutely Pretty. Yeah. But as far as what I'm anticipating most, if I was more up to date on John Wick or the Mission Impossible movies, I feel like those would be my easy choices. I didn't really like Dune, so Dune Part 2 doesn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If I liked Ghostbusters more, I would have picked the sequel. So I'm going to go and lean towards Creed 3
0: Oh, because ah, okay.
2: it's... Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut. Yeah. You got Jonathan Majors, you got uh Michael B. Jordan, of course. And I I like the trailer a lot. I'm a, I've always really liked the Rocky movies and I really like the Creed movies, so Creed three. That's that's my pick.
0: Jonathan Majors is gonna have a big year. I mean, he's gonna be a household name if he isn't kind of already. Yeah. Uh, that comes out March third, so soon. That's, yep, a, that's yep. coming out soon. I think we should watch it and uh, review. We did Creed 2. I believe we should review the original Creed. Fuck this three, Uh, yeah. uh Alright, that's a that's a good pick. Uh, Rugs, what do you got? What do you think of these movies? What's your number one?
1: I mean, there's some interesting stuff on here, but there's only one movie I need to see. What's like your- all the other movies are, a lot of them are just sequels that like are kind of somewhat relevant, but they're not like like, like like the Indiana Jones sequel, like no one wanted that. We don't need a fast X. John Wick Chapter Four, they're making four. Like Mission Impossible, still chugging along. The only movie that actually seals up a story is Dune Part Two. Oh shit! Okay, and that that's going to wrap up that story, and yeah. I would like to see it resolve. And I know that there's a lot that's going to be hitting in that, and um. There's a lot of stuff that's going to happen in this Dune. It's going to be fucking crazy. So um, I'm looking forward to that. That's like, I I didn't love the new Dune either, but um, Denny Villanueva is a uh, <laughs> he's a talented dude. Yes. And um, so I just want to see how he resolves the story. It's like, I need to finish it.
0: It's a good that's- pick. So, that's a good pick. I am also slightly uh, excited for Dune Part Two because I, I I didn't read the book. I watched the first one, and then I went and I watched the '80s movie because uh-huh. I was like, "What the fuck? I want to know the whole story," and I don't want to read the book. So I know the second half is where like lots of action and crazy shit happens. So now suddenly I'm like, "Oh shit! I got to see this." Deli- Denny Villeneuve. We, we reviewed Dune.
2: We did review show. Dune.
0: I I thought I liked it. I thought it was really good. It got me into Dune for a hot second there i was
2: disappointed in dune mm-hmm. for what it's worth
0: it's a long movie
2: it was long it's,
0: it's got young hot stars in it and uh still did nothing for you i think that
2: no, was just long it was I mean, not even though it was just long There's just um there's a lot of build up to things that just didn't really pan out i know it's a part one of a part two so maybe i'll give it part two a chance
0: you gotta finish the story right and give it right give it i a already forgot what date. happened so you guys would have to <laughs> tell <laughs> Shit. me all right, yeah. we'll we'll fill you in. Yeah. Uh, the other movie that I'm kind of interested in, the trailer for this played before uh, the Avatar. Have you seen the trailer for Oppenheimer? Nolan Nolan's coming back, movie, yeah. yes, with Oppenheimer. Some amazing imagery and just the idea that to get into the head of this guy who has built a thing that could possibly destroy the world. There's a a a, a, a moment in the trailer. Where the guy's like, well, if it goes too far, is what's the possibility of it going too far in the atmosphere, and and then what happens? And he goes, it'll destroy the world. Like this man came up with a thing that, that just killed so many people so quickly. It's fascinating. I want to get in his head. Like, who is this guy? Um, Fast X to me still sounds like it's a, a some kind of. A, Wait, what's a, your pick? My oh, my pick. Is it Oppenheimer, or are you just Not running through all the films? I'm just running through. <laughs> okay. The films. I was just going to say Fast X sounds like an ant acid or some kind of oh. uh, <laughs> something you pick up in a prescription. Yes, it does. That's a good one. Like, point. what the fuck are you calling this Fast X? No, my pick. After that amazing stunt featurette, Tom Cruise taking a bike off a cliff into a base jump, it's definitely Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part That's a good 1. pick. Holy shit, the action in this. That was just one of the stunts. Yeah. what the fuck is in the rest of this movie? I cannot I'm wait to see that too. I cannot yeah, wait definitely. to see this. That's July fourteenth. Uh, Dune two coming out November third. Can we do like something
1: that looks like on this list that looks like absolute shit that you would never watch? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> what do you got? I don't know, but I'll Dungeons just... and dragons <laughs> probably. I feel like. Um... Dungeons and Dragons probably going to suck. And uh, even Indiana Jones is probably going to
0: oh, suck. I'm actually excited for Indiana Jones. is
2: well, doing Jim, Indiana yeah, Jones. No, so I think I that think, one has a shot.
0: I think we're going to have to I, review I think the that. one
2: I mentioned, I think Greta Gerwig doing Barbie. Yeah. That, I think that could be a, a disaster.
1: Probably. Or it's yeah. going to be like
0: the most amazing thing. or Yeah, it could be, yeah.
2: it's either going to be like the most amazing thing or it's just yeah. going to be like this
0: was a total, horrible mistake to have. <laughs> to go this route like i don't even know what this movie like what is the story uh, john wick chapter four i'm also i love the john wick so i'm I'm down for that yeah that's just like popcorn yeah it's gonna be good popcorn stuff and then you know some of the other ones eh. no but mission impossible dude i need to see tom no, no
1: love for cocaine bear
0: i'll catch that maybe later the only <laughs> thing <laughs> it, about, about oppenheimer yeah i'm
2: not a big fan of biographical films oh
0: no they're great not
2: really hmm, okay uh, done well. I like but some but no of them.
1: no one has a talent for making those things interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing is
2: Nolan doing a biographical film. I can't f- like think of something that like is less interesting for me than him <laughs> doing a biographical film.
0: Dude, in this trailer, he's got these crazy like slow motion shots of like nuclear explosions. And knowing him, I bet he went to the government and was like, "Hey, you got any spare fucking nukes I can just blow up and film? I just need to film it. He loves what's, practical what's shit.
2: What's the best biographical film you've seen?
0: Oh man! I mean, earlier today I was talking about the movie Amadeus, and it's fantastic. F. Murray Abraham is in it. It's a good movie, uh, yeah. and you learn a lot. I love. There's lots of great ones. I mean, Ray was great with Jamie Foxx. Like, there's a lot of good ones. There's a lot of good ones. Uh, uh, you know.
2: That's my maskin.
0: Walk the line. Ah, uh, Joaquin Phoenix as Johnny Cash. Yeah.
2: Which one? The the which one's the Malcolm X one?
0: X. Oh, Malcolm X is fucking unbelievable. Yes, Spike Lee's Malcolm X. Is great. Uh the yeah. uh,
2: the one that came out the uh, this last two years ago with this the kill the the, killed, uh, the Black Panther dude from Chicago.
0: Oh yeah. Uh what was that called Judas and Judas the and the Black was that? Yeah. The, yeah. Uh I heard that, that Weird Al on Roku movie is amazing with uh Harry Potter playing Weird Al Yankovic. I heard it was <clears> really good. I haven't seen it. You have to like download the Roku app or something. Generally though, I just don't find I like like I think the biographical
2: films are good. I I don't find a ton of rewatchability in a biographical. Aviator
0: film. is fucking great, about Howard Hughes and Leo DiCaprio.
1: Goodfellas, good. What's a biopic. Oh, Henry Hill.
0: Is it? Yeah. I mean, it's by Henry Hill, yeah. He's a real dude.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm thinking
2: of like Ford v Ferrari, Irishman, Green Book. Uh, what
0: about the Greatest movies? Showman? We watched that.
2: Greatest Showman, like these Plus are movies P.T. I watch, <laughs> and I'm like, they're good. but I, I have no idea, like no, no inkling to ever watch them. Does again.
0: Braveheart count? That's technically that's a like more like a war epic. <laughs> yeah, but it's based on a real guy, there. So yeah, sort of.
2: I guess you could consider it a biographical. Yeah, see, I watched I a doc a, a thing on YouTube just to take this digress a little. There was a thing on YouTube how in the two thousands the period historical period war films, yeah, or action films, yeah, like really blew up and now they've like kind of died down. Yeah, like, after Gladiator, there was a bunch of historical.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Films. Well, yeah, you now, don't really see, don't see no, those anymore. Well, the, uh, Northman came out earlier last year. Yeah, they could not do anything. They made yeah. Ridley Scott
2: was pissed that it made like zero dollars. I got to watch that.
0: No, that wasn't Ridley Scott. That was uh, Eggers. This dude. No, what's the one that Ridley Scott did? Oh, yes, that was yeah, um, with the Matt Damon, right? Yes, as the Martian. No, well, not not, a, not the Martian. That was called. Hold oh, on. Oh, Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> that's a biopic. That, that's a biopic. Yeah. That's a fucking good movie. Uh, the last duel.
2: The last duel. Yep.
0: I watched yeah. this and it was like three. It was like one story told three times from different perspectives. It was okay. It's all right. I I enjoyed it. it was all awesome.
2: right. But yeah, you don't see those too much anymore. No, that's they, interesting. I, the two thousand they they spiked with Gladiator and everyone started doing you know the year what I would consider a historical period piece would be like Roman, Greek, ancient like. You know, like uh, the British, you know, all those castles and shit.
0: They're costly, too.
2: We
1: we do need movies like that out there because people are fucking, they don't know shit. They're dumb and they need to be learned. At least that would spark a a curiosity about the past, the ancient past. But, you know,
2: it's to kind of start with like Amadeus was one of them.
1: Yeah. Well, I think I read that they don't make
2: the to make those to make those properly is so much money because you have to it recreate those sets yes. and you have to get yes. all those extras.
0: Yes, you know what's actually good that I decided I'd never watch and I got caught watching because I was showing my mom is the fucking crown on Netflix. Holy shit, the fucking sets, the costumes, the money Yeah, they it's spent. really well done. John Lithgow as Winston Churchill. It's well-written, well-acted. I was like, this is fucking really good, actually. But then I only watched like three episodes. It never went back. Mm. It's a little dry, but yeah. Know. But it is—it's well made. Needs more boobs. It you. does. <laughs> uh, anyways, all <laughs> the, right. Royal boobs. I'm looking forward to next year in movies. There's a lot coming out. And we didn't even talk about like the TV shows on, that are going to come uh, out. That's a whole, Wars, whole other
2: conversation. Holy
0: shit! Lots of content. We'll get to that later. For now, let's do some news from the nation. <laughs> it's <not for> <laughs> <from the> time <nation. laughs> for news from the nation. It's news from the nation.
1: Uh, it stinks! It stinks! It stinks!
0: Wow, I can smell that from here, and I don't know how that's possible. Uh, it was wet. It, that yeah. was a wet one. Uh, so I asked our Facebook group, Jockey Nerd Nation, "What is your most anticipated comic book movie, and what is your most anticipated movie otherwise?" Uh, and I got a couple answers. Gerald Morris, our buddy over there who does two P's on a podcast uh, podcast, says legit editing my most anticipated of 2023 as we speak. But for now, I will say Across the Spider-Verse is his most anticipated comic book movie. Uh, I have a link to his video he did put on, uh, on his YouTube, his most anticipated list. Blake Braden says superhero movie Across the Spider-Verse movie Oppenheimer. It says movie with a high bar to leap over that may came out in 2023, The Crow. Oh, is The Crow reboot coming out in 2023? They're uh, still making this? Then no, I'm still making this. There's, no, they're
1: making it with the guy who plays uh, Pennywise. The oh, he Oh,
0: one of the Skarsgård is... uh, uh, uh Yeah, Skarsgård is playing him. Yeah. Oh, is it rap this? production
2: in 2022? I don't know. Oh, what shit. So it it, Bill Skarsgård.
0: Bill Skarsgård, directed by Rupert Sanders... The reimagining of the graphic novel. Okay. I could put that on my list. I did not know about that. Uh, Lisa Morrison says comic book movie, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, and movie, Winnie the Pooh, Blood Whoa. and Honey, because how could you not? Whoa. You know, it's great as more, as time passes and more of these uh, IP, these characters, go into public domain. I think you're going to see a lot of people fucking with like kids' characters from the past because I think Winnie the Pooh is now fallen into public domain and they can yes. do that yeah it's gonna be crazy daryl k just said cocaine bear exclamation <laughs> mark uh jamie robinson from mr throwback thursday podcast says comic book movie across the spider-verse and movie it's a toss-up between evil dead rise and john wick four david malofsky lalo remember david malofsky he actually yeah. left the editor cape home. Oh, shit. A, yes, a, a place,
1: place to hang your A place, place to hang your cape. That's the, not your penis.
0: The website has been around as long as we have. I think a year longer. They're still around, still Whoa. putting shit out. He says comic book movie across the Spider Verse and movie John Wick 4. Uh, and that were some of our listeners most anticipated. Thanks for dropping that in. Uh, and then the last thing we got to do is if you listen to our 90s action movie tournament, we had a little friendly competition, a little interaction. Uh, component where if the listener could guess the top four in the 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 final four bracket you would win a prize well uh nobody came close to guessing even three (laughs) we got a lot of people guessing two so here are the people that guessed two and we're going to do a random draw right now and give out a prize in this random draw are jess Rivera, lisa morrison blake braden john campbell Benjamin Wesley Cranford and Austin Lee Jones Clements. And I got, Whoa. All right, so I have a wheel here. You're going to hear it spin. You're going to hear some fanfare. I will announce the winner. What are we? What are we? We're going to give him a shirt, right? Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. We're going to send you a shirt. Okay. Here we go. There it is. Great. We have a winner. <laughs> After that long, dramatic pause, it's Benjamin Wesley Cranford. Oh, shit. Which, Whoa. Which means I got to ship a fucking T-shirt to Australia. Jeez.
1: Wow. Now you, you, I can tell that you did not pick that because now it's going to cost well, you Why would I, I pick
0: that? This was absolutely random. You know what, though? West Cranford, for you, you deserve it. It's, this was our, our our little raffle. So I think I have your address. He's on the page. Send him a shirt
1: with my face on it.
0: Okay. Uh, do, should I let him <laughs> pick or just send him something? No. Okay. We're, you don't get he to pick. No, you will it's get a, a free shirt. You will get a rugby nah, shirt. Just let me know what size you wear, buddy. Just, Congratulations. Just send, just send him around a message. Man. <laughs> Pick whatever you want. Okay, let is let us close out with a little. What are we watching? Uh, anything? You watch anything? What you've been doing since uh, we had a little break? Mm.
1: No, nothing. He's like just porn. Just yeah. porn.
0: Okay. <laughs> just a normal fans. amount. Yeah.
2: Maybe a little more than normal, actually.
0: Mm. Uh, okay. Well, some of fans would imply pay for it. I don't know. Well, no, you haven't gotten to that point. No. All
1: right. Uh, Ruggs, what do you got? I know you're always watching shit. So first thing that I watched was uh, a couple episodes of Kaleidoscope. It's good. It's not, it's not blowing the doors off, but it's definitely worth a, Checking out. It's that, a to remind like,
0: everyone, we talked about this a few weeks ago. This is the Netflix show, Giancarlo Esposito, about a heist. And there's eight episodes. And you can watch the first seven episodes in any random order. And then you have to watch the eight episode last, right? That's yeah, how it see works. how it
1: all comes together. It's, it's good. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's definitely worth a watch. And knowing that it resolves on the eighth episode is going to be cool. Okay. I plan on finishing it so. I, so
0: oh you haven't finished it I watched a couple episodes over like Christmas but I was kind of not paying attention I watched two and so is it worth the investment to continue is my question I don't know mm. I'm as I said it's good mm. but it's not blowing the doors off it's not like yeah I thought it was okay what I saw yeah. I was like okay this is all right but I, the idea that it does it just serve it to you in random order or do you yeah choose? I think
1: it just does like a random roll and you uh get what you get
0: interesting so everyone have kind of a different journey through it yeah.
1: Huh. Okay. So it's all right. Not a hard read. Right. Now I stumbled onto this film. I've always heard about it, never watched it. It's an eighties movie starring James Spader and Robert Downing Jr. called Tough Turf. Oh my God. 1985. Yeah. Like, it's not this? about people who are like anti trans. This is a, <laughs> this is a, a, a turf war. Okay. Um, this is. It's, this is not about JK Rowling. Okay. Um, or <laughs> Dave Chappelle. It's, um, about, uh, let me give you the fucking story here. It's Karate Kid without fucking Mr. Miyagi. Uh, James Spader is like a rich kid from Connecticut who moves to California with his family and immediately, uh, gets it to hot water with, you know, ne'er-do-wells. And, uh, he falls in love with the, with like the, the, gang leader in quotes girlfriend. And it's like, he's got to like, uh, survive, you know, getting his ass kicked from this gang all the time that fuck with them bullying him, But there's no karate <laughs> and there's random dance numbers. What? Is yeah. This, is this breaking? No. And Robert Downey Jr. Plays like the guy's friend. Um, and, uh, he like, uh, is a drummer in a punk band. And uh, there's a lot the, going uh, on here. There's a yes. lot of fucking weird shit. <laughs> Everybody's always sweaty in the movie. It's kind of racist. I'm watching this trailer. It looks horrible. It's so bad. <laughs> so <laughs> 80s though. It's one of the 80s. It's, I think it's like the new Roadhouse for me. I think it's like oh, it's no. so terrible. Oh, God. It's completely unwatchable. But I just. I'm fascinated in what the fuck this movie is so bad. Where can one watch this? I watched it on
0: Tubi. You know what? Tubi has a lot of shit, and it's they free. Do. And it's, there's a ton they of shit do. on there. There's like a commercial break here and there. Yeah, it's not bad. And they don't edit, they don't edit anything. So if it's and rated R, it stays the, rated R. The
1: girl in the movie is actually um, the Hilton girl from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. What? Yeah, so that's her. Uh, that, Richards. Yes. Oh yeah. It's, it was just a fucking war. So basically it's the karate kid without Mr. Miyagi. And everyone's a piece of shit. In this movie.
0: So recommend yay or nay.
1: I don't know. I just can't stop thinking about it after I watch. It's <laughs> oh, so crazy. God, it's so bad. Time. So terrible. Like hard. It was It's just, I can't believe they made this movie. That's amazing. It's really, really. And, and you know, you got like Spader, like he's a big name, Robert Downey Jr. He's a big name. And, uh, you know, this girl who's now in Real rides and whatever. So it's like, there's a lot of fucking, it, it, this should have been like a, 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 a C movie that no one ever saw, but that's right. the eighties for Tough you. Turf. Yeah.
0: All right. What else you got?
1: I watched, um, the Rankin Bass Hobbit. Oh, wh- is that old? Now, what, what year is that? Yeah, it's old. It's very old. Oh. Very. It's like, uh, I would think it's like a seventies thing, but okay. like, oh, 77. Um, yeah. Yeah. Remember Rankin Bass? They made all like yes. the Christmas uh, yeah, animations. They're great. I love Rankin Bass shit. But what they also made was fucking Thundercats. Oh, they Remember did that make Thundercats. shit. Yeah. And this Lord of Thunder the Rings Cats. has a oh. lot of Thundercats DNA in it. Oh. So I never watched it when I was a kid. you know, it was, came out too early. I was too young for this when it came out. So I watched it and there's a lot of really bad like country music in it for some <laughs> reason. It's weird. But uh the 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 creature designs and stuff are all interesting, very Thundercatsy. They look like and, the
0: seven dwarfs from Snow White. Yeah, it's very interesting art wise. So I, I kind of enjoyed that. I mean old school hand painted backgrounds, hand drawn cells, you know. It's over in an hour. It's not a long one, okay. but I just
1: thought I'd like to visit. I'm oh, like, it's an hour, I'm gonna throw it on. So uh that's what I watched.
0: Okay, what about the last one? It's something I also watched, which is Last Onion. Yes, a Knives Out story, the sequel. Right. What'd you, Did think you like it? What'd you think? I, yeah, what'd you,
2: you think? I haven't seen it yet.
0: I thought it was actually pretty good. I kind of love the structure of like he's given us a, like a classic mystery novel a la like Agatha Christie in movie form. Uh, some good twists and turns and some great performances. Ed Norton is great. Janelle Monet is fucking amazing in this. Uh, and the way it's structured. I don't I want to give it, was, it away. I, I think thought it's it was very clever.
1: implausible. I thought that um, it was fun to watch, though. Oh, well, Batista's in it also. He's, he's but it good was it. like highly implausible. Like, I was like, "This doesn't.
0: This none of this stuff would happen." I don't know if it's better than the first one. The first one was great. I think the first one's better, but yeah. I had a good time with it. I mean, Netflix paid four hundred fifty million dollars for the rights to make like two movies. Listen, and it's, it's Ryan Johnson writing and directing. Yeah, it's got a level of talent to it. It's definitely enjoyable. I would, if I mean, it's
1: free to watch on Netflix. Watch it. It's yeah. definitely good. I just, I was, I was like, eh, there's a lot of like ham-fisted stuff going on.
0: I just love the old school like murder mystery aspect of the storytelling. I thought they did a good job uh, right. with keeping you on your toes there. I need to get on it. I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, it's fun. It's a
1: fun time. It's an enjoyable movie. I just was like, none of these characters would act this way. I mean, there's there's some kind of duress going on, obviously, um, which probably will help you swallow that pill a little better. But I still don't buy it.
2: Well, the only <laughs> thing I would say without having seen it is yeah. is no one really acts like a normal human being in the first one either. It's
1: yeah.
0: true.
2: Like uh, Daniel Craig. I mean. The way he's acting as a detective is a cartoon character of a detective.
0: But it's very much like a Columbo or a Hercule right. Poirot or a Sherlock Holmes
2: kind of deal. I, I imagine it as like a board game come to life. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those whodunit board games. Like Clue. Like, like it, Clue, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah which
1: was a movie, but. But you'll definitely, it, it. it's definitely entertaining. So I would not take that away from it. It's entertaining. I, uh-huh. It's very well directed. It is uh fun to watch. So yeah, you'll have a good time.
0: You got Ed Norton, Batista, Kate Hudson, Catherine Hahn, Leslie Odom Jr., Jessica Henwick's in this, Janelle Monet. That, that's like, the whole appeal of this, is just yes, getting him cast. with a new with yes. a, you know rock star cast. That's great. Names. You can milk you can make a bunch of these and you know, keep doing mysteries. You're just waiting around for someone to die and for Benoit Blanc to fucking figure it out. But they throw in a twist in this one, it's good. All right. Uh do you remember Clue rugs you the even you know they made a movie of the board game Clue right I faintly I remember that Here's what I remember when it came out the movie had three different endings and based on what ticket to what theater you went to see it wow you would see one of the three endings so people would go back and watch it two more times to get the other endings but this is like way like in the 80s like before The internet, obviously. So, yeah, you couldn't spoil it, you know? Yeah, you couldn't spoil it. And I thought it was an interesting experiment that they would have three endings in the theater at the same time, which is no one's ever done that again. I don't think it worked. I don't think it made a lot of money. I didn't see it. I I had no interest in seeing that. I just thought that was interesting. Anyways, uh, something to, to put on your calendar what's out this week on HBO Max, January 15th, the Last of Us premieres. Uh, season one. So check that out. Maybe we'll talk about it, review it. I don't know. Or when it's done, is it we a week by week? It. I think it's a weekly thing. It's on HBO Max, and they do weekly releases with their shows. Got it. I believe so. Uh, premiering this week. I'm All right.
1: Te- I'm definitely checking out that first episode.
0: Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that. I can't wait to see. I mean, it's HBO, right? HBO fucking delivers, and this is The Last of Us, so. I'm excited, geek boner. That's it for this week. Rugs. Where can the listener find you online?
1: Ah, uh, you could find me on Instagram. Twitter still a thing. Twitter, yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, uh, I don't ever go on there anymore. Hasn't shut down. You can down. follow me at Really Rug on Twitter.
0: Right. Link to his Twitter and all our socials in the show description. Visit the website. But the most important thing, listener, share the show. Tell a friend. Spread the geekery. Thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd podcast. My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the jock. He's a nerd. We will peep you next time.
2: I'm pumped. Yeah, me too. What? Get the fuck out!
0: Fuck's sake, man! You're amateur. Jock and nerd. You want what?